Hey there. Thank you so much for choosing to press play on this podcast, Awaken the Extraordinary. My name is Christy, and I started this podcast because I got tired of feeling less than. I got tired of accepting less than what I thought I deserved. And when I became pregnant with my son in 2017, I really began to get curious about myself and why I thought the way I thought and why I did the things that I did. And that really spawned this journey that I continue to be on to be a better version of myself. And part of that is looking at experiences that I have and looking at them with a magnifying glass and trying to understand either another person or myself and why I respond the way that I respond or what emotions something elicits in me and why, because I really do want to be the best version of myself, one for my son and two for me. And I know so many people are on a similar journey. And if I can help you by sharing experiences from my life, realizations that I've had from my experiences, that's what I want to do. So that's what Awaken the Extraordinary is about. Thanks for joining me on this journey and let's get on with the episode. Hey there. Thanks for choosing to press play. I hope this podcast will meet or exceed your expectations, but in the event that it doesn't, at least it gives you something to listen to while you're driving to or from work or going to get a pumpkin spice latte or going to stock up early on those Christmas decorations at Hobby Lobby, which they are building in Missoula. Hopefully you like the episode, but if you don't, that's okay too. I'm I'm not for everyone. <laughs> so this is such a weird way to start out a podcast, right? It's it's okay. It's my podcast and I'm weird and I'm okay with that. So this has been a strange week for me. Uh, my in-laws have been out of town, which means I have been working from the house. However, my son gets out of school early before I finish my work day and trying to get things accomplished when we are in the same room is challenging. Uh, he doesn't really like to leave me alone very much when I'm working. So I have been coming to the office. So my days have been very disjointed. I was actually hoping to have time on Tuesday to record an episode for this week but I was interviewing someone for an episode that will be coming soon. And that just took more time than I thought it would. So this is why you were getting the podcast on Friday. My day's being super disjointed. That's also why I haven't posted any reels. I just haven't had these large pockets of time to work on them. Not to say I have large pockets of time most days, But in between like running from place to place and the day job, it just has been challenging. And and at first I was kind of freaking out about it because I really do like the creative element of doing the reels. And I always hope that my reels enlighten somebody or inspire them, encourage them, entertain them. And it's a creative outlet for me. I have fun doing it. And at first I was being really hard on myself. And then I realized, you know what? The world is not going to end if I don't post reels for a week. 
It's not like I'm selling something. And even if I was selling something, like if I was selling one of those courses that you see on Instagram, like everywhere that people are somehow making millions of dollars selling, even if I had a course like that, me being gone for a week, like I'm still showing up in stories, but me being gone for a week in terms of posting something on my feed, it, it it's not going to like do me in. And if it does, then I probably need to change something. But it's like, you know, I'm just going to show myself some grace, give myself a break and I'll be back to my regularly scheduled programming next week because my in-laws will be back in town. So that means I will be in my little shoebox of an office all day, every day, at least for five days that week. So there are a few things I want to talk about. I have chosen the one that I think will take the least amount of time. I do want to get home. It has started snowing here. Yes, it's October. It is snowing in Montana. And it's actually coming later this year. So last year, we got our first snowfall on October 21st. Why do I remember the exact date, you might be asking? Well, I remember the exact date because that is also the day that Hallmark started showing their Christmas movies. If you follow me on Instagram, if you have listened to the podcast for any decent amount of time, you know that I am a Hallmark Channel fan. I love the cheesiness, but I also love the inspiration that you can actually glean from those movies if you're paying attention. Not all of them are like a big city girl going to a small town and falling in love with the pumpkin patch owner. (laughs) Not all of them are like that. 5% of them maybe, but yeah. But anyway, that's how I remember the date it snowed last year. Well, we got our first snowfall yesterday on the 25th. So as you're listening to this, it'll be like two days ago. But we knew that the snow was going to start in the wee hours of the morning. And, you know, I was trying to get my son like all psyched out for it because, you know, coming from San Diego, snow is still magical to us. I don't know. In five years, we may feel differently, but my son was pretty excited. And so when I woke up at 530 to head into the garage to work out, I flipped on the light and then I remembered it was supposed to have snowed. So then I turn off the light and I run excitedly over to the garage door that opens out onto the rear driveway. I look through the window And it's just a blanket of snow. And I was so excited. I kind of felt like Kevin McAllister when he realizes that he's home alone. Just that magical Christmassy feel. Even though it's not Christmas, it's not even Halloween yet. Just that excitement. It just made my heart so happy. And I felt giddy. I felt like a kid on Christmas morning when you come out and, okay, yes, you have Kevin. Oh my gosh, I'm home alone, which is really kind of the level of excitement I have when I'm in the house alone. But you know, when you're a kid and if you've celebrated Christmas or celebrate Christmas, you know, that feeling that you have when you see the tree and you see the presence and you know that Santa was there. It's, it's just magical. And I don't know why I'm getting choked up, 
but I am. And I paid attention to how I was feeling yesterday morning. And just that that giddiness, that sense of magic and, and wonder, I began thinking like, how often do we feel that as adults? You know, how often do we allow ourselves to feel and experience joy, to let ourselves be excited about something that maybe other people don't get? Like me and Hallmark movies, like how excited I get when I know that they're coming. Granted, there is a whole Hallmark fan base out there, Hallmark Channel fan base that picks up the same signal. But the average person is just like, I don't know why you're excited about that. But when I saw the snow yesterday, I was thinking like how excited I was. And again, asking myself, like, how often do we as adults allow ourselves to become excited about something, to feel joyful about something? It's like at work when people... People have like a new program, you know, that maybe simplifies something or organizes something and, or a new process. And they're like, oh, I'm really excited about this. And I don't know, maybe I'm a buzzkill, but I'm like, really? Like, this is what you're excited about out of all the things in the world you could be excited about. You're excited about this? Like, I'd be excited if in sync went on a reunion tour like that's that's exciting to me exciting to me would be like you know what everybody can take like the next two days off totally paid like go go do whatever you want your management team like we've got this you guys just go do whatever you want to do with pay because we appreciate you i would be excited about that I would be excited about that. Excited about a new software program or a process? No, excited is not the right word. Excited? No. Um, pleased. Uh, relieved. I don't know. Those are the words that come to mind with these types of things for me. Not excited. When do we as adults actually get excited about something? And not downplay it. When do we feel joy? Like, that's what I love about kids is they radiate pure joy and excitement about what we might consider the smallest of things. And they don't feel silly for being excited about something. They don't feel silly about getting excited about getting something as simple as a balloon. They don't feel silly when they're excited about being able to help you like in the kitchen, like the prospect of helping you in the kitchen, like let's say baking cookies, like they get excited about that. They look forward to that. There's joy in that. And they have They're not ashamed of that. They let themselves feel whatever they're feeling. And then I feel like it's, as we get older, 
we start to kind of rein in our excitement about something because, oh, like that's, that's not what grownups do. That's not what adults do. Like we're supposed to be sophisticated and, and mature. We're not supposed to get excited about the cup of coffee that's awaiting us after we finish our workout and take a shower. That's me. When I am on my Peloton, I am looking forward. I am I am excited about how that cup of coffee is going to taste once I finish my workout and I take a shower. I put my little like hydration patches on under my eyes. I don't know if they help, but placebo effect, I'm going to say that they do. And then I wander into the kitchen and I make my coffee and I add my oat milk creamer with a little bit of cinnamon. And there's something about that exercise that is so soothing to me, that it's so comforting. And then the taste of the coffee, I get really excited because it's really good. And I don't try to downplay it. I'm like, I'm excited about my coffee. And if someone else thinks that I'm weird or lame because I'm excited about my cup of coffee, let them. And as I'm saying this, I'm thinking that, yes, maybe there are those people at work that are like, if Christy thinks that I'm lame for being excited about this program that organizes all of this data, then she can feel that way. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But um, when I saw the snow yesterday, I was like reflecting on how I felt that morning as I was looking at the snow, I felt like a kid running to like peek out my door and see if Santa had come. And my son, I knew he was going to be so excited to see the snow. Like I just, I, I knew. And I was also thinking, oh, this is going to make it way easier for him to like wake up and get moving. <laughs> so it's still dark here. Like it's still dark at like 8 a.m. here. I think the sun is barely starting to come up. I cannot wait for daylight savings for that reason. But, you know, I pulled open the drapes and I was like, look, it snowed last night. And, you know, instantly he popped up and he was excited. And then, you know, we got outside and he was running around in the snow and we took him to school and he, you know, got a very wet snowball and was so excited and wanted to throw it at me. And I was just like, that's fine. Like throw it at me. And I couldn't say no, like I have nowhere to go. And even if I did, what's the big deal? If like my hair is wet, it will, it will dry. My son is so happy and is feeling so much joy right now. I want to let him. And as I was thinking about this, it reminded me of, um, oh my gosh. Oh, uh, I did a, a Reiki session in San Diego, probably two ish years ago. And the person doing it told me that, you know, one of the things that she kept seeing was like this beach ball that was just bouncing around, but it kept getting pricked by a pin. And she said, that ball was representative of like your joy and your youthfulness and your excitement about things. And those pricks, those pin pricks 
are from people who don't want you to be that way. They don't want you to be excited. Like you see them as ruining your fun. And it really resonated with me. It really hit my heart because I felt like my mom was like that a lot of the time. I I felt like really all of my family was like that quite often. And, and to be perfectly honest, I feel like my husband is like that sometimes. And I understand like having to function in a certain way in the world we live in. You know, I mean, I wouldn't go to work like, well, my work is me, but <laughs> you know, it's like I, if I worked in the office, like I wouldn't go into the office and like have pom-poms every day and, you know, cheer about snowfall or something like that. Like I, I get it, but I always felt like my enthusiasm was discouraged or I was teased because I was excited about something that other people didn't get. And, you know, as I'm thinking about this, I'm, I'm feeling a little guilty for probably being the pinprick to some people at work. Again, I, I don't see that as excited, but if they feel excited, I guess, who am I to say that they're not, it's just not my, not my definition. We just have different dictionaries, I guess. So this is kind of an enlightening moment for me because I don't want to be the pinprick to someone. I don't want to be a prick to someone, I guess. And for so much of my life, like my enthusiasm was discouraged. My excitement, my joy was made fun of, or I was told that I shouldn't feel that way. And it's a bummer. You know, if, if something lights you up, if something truly lights you up, allow it to light you up without caring about what anyone thinks about it. Again, I, I'm like thinking of me telling people they shouldn't be excited about like some sort of program or process, but, you know, allow other people to feel joyful, to experience excitement about whatever it is. Like my friend who is my age is super into that K-pop band BTS and some other ones like Stray Kids and Black Pink. I don't even know if I'm getting the names right because I don't get it. I do not get it <laughs> at all, at all. I did do a, a K-pop Peloton ride and I did it in honor of my friend. And I'm glad it was short. It was a 15 minute ride. I'm like, okay. I, I don't get it and I don't understand half of what they're saying. But if this makes you happy, if this like brings you joy, which it does, I'm like, I'm all for that. Because think about like how, how much of the time like we are walking around or sitting at home or sitting at work and we're miserable. We're unhappy. We're hurting. We watch the news and there's a lot that weighs us down. And 
a lot of the time, like we allow it because it's just so heavy. So in those moments where you can feel pure joy and excitement, those moments that make you feel like a kid, like that innocence that's there in that excitement and in that joy, allow yourself to feel it. Go do snow angels. Run through the snow with your kids. Do all of these things that light you up inside and allow yourself to feel this joy and this excitement without any judgment. Let yourself get lost in a moment. Let yourself just be present in a moment. You know, like I was with my son yesterday. You were having the best time putting that snowball together. That's fine. I know we're headed into your school. Go ahead and just hit me. It's fine. It's fine because you know what? That is going to make you happy. And I loved seeing him that happy. A few weeks ago, we went to a trampoline park and it was during like a toddler time. So only smaller kids were able to go. And it was really nice because I didn't have to worry about like my kid being trampled by kids who were suddenly blind to children smaller than them or, you know, parents who were just sitting there with their noses in their phones and not paying attention to anything that their children are doing. And does that irritate me? It really does. I get that your kids are there. You still need to pay attention to them, but I'll get off my soapbox. (laughs) So we were at the trampoline park, you know, like I said, just little kids. And we went into like the dodgeball area and I cannot go into the dodgeball area without thinking of the movie dodgeball and Jason Bateman. And oh my gosh, what's that guy's name? The Gary something or other. He, he played a, he played Mike Brady in the Brady movie. He's also on this show a long time ago called American Gothic. He was also in office space. But anyway, I can't go into that area without thinking of that movie. And I love that movie. And I think one of my favorite memes or whatever that has come out of that is like Justin Long continually <laughs> hit with the dodgeball. And it's like, this is how I feel like at work or life. And just like, oh, so relatable. Anywho, my son was in the little dodgeball area and my husband and I, because there was hardly anyone there, we went in with my son and we had our shoes off and we just started playing dodgeball, like with the kids, but also like with each other. And we did it for a really long time and we got out and I told my husband, I said, that was legitimate fun. Like that was fun. My worries, things I'm stressed out about, none of it was there. I was present in the moment with my son, with my husband, with other people. And I was having fun and I felt like a kid. And, 
you know, I, I know I've been talking about joy and excitement, but as I'm talking, I feel like we need more moments where we just reconnect with our inner child. That innocence, I think we need to get in touch with that, like that pureness, like we need to reconnect with that. The simple things that bring us joy and make us happy, that make us excited, that make us forget about everything. We need more of that. And I think like it's part of why, you know, thinking about like the holiday season, it's it's why I love watching Rudolph or why I love watching the Charlie Brown Halloween special or the Christmas special, why I love listening to music that I grew up listening to. It reconnects me to that kid, that kid who was excited about life, the the kid who just saw all of these endless possibilities and opportunities this kid that hadn't been tainted by other people's bullshit. And then my own bullshit spawned from that. One of my favorite sounds in the world is a baby's laughter or a little kid's laughter because it's genuine. You know, I, I think about laughing <laughs> and Often it's just like, oh, (laughs) that's funny. Like, I will say that's funny. I'll do like this weird laugh thing. It's not laughter, but it's like a laugh thing. And then I will comment that's funny. But how often do I truly laugh? Often I laugh when like people get hurt and I feel really bad about that. But things that like, literally make me laugh out loud. And maybe you're just listening and you're like, her life is just sad. (laughs) That's fine. But things that just bring me so much joy and, and make me truly laugh. Like I could use more of those moments and not laughing at like someone else's expense because like you're talking shit about someone else, but Just because something is genuinely funny. I need more of that. I need more levity in my life. And I feel like we all do. And that moment yesterday when I saw the snow, like when I ran over to the window to peer out the window to see if it snowed, like I saw that innocent little girl that I used to be. And I realized I missed her. And then watching my son with his excitement, I was like, I, I want to preserve that for as long as possible. When I look out at the world, I see so many unhealed people, so many people hurting, so many people that don't realize that their behaviors are their behaviors for a reason. And that just because certain things have been normalized doesn't mean that it's healthy. It doesn't mean that it's good for you. Like I 
feel like as a whole, we've just kind of lost our innocence. And as I'm saying that, I'm thinking of that Enigma song from back in the day. But there's a line from it and it says, but look into your heart, my friends, and you will see the return to yourself, the return to innocence. And I remember it was like six months or so ago where I really started listening to the words. And I was like, oh, this is a really deep song. And I just think we, we need to do what Enigma told us to do, like back in the nineties. I remember that song was on a cassette that I got at Taco Bell. And I think the cassette was called like, do something. And I think it was actually like some sort of charitable endeavor that Andrew Shue, Elizabeth Shue's brother. So Elizabeth Shue from Karate Kid Adventures in Babysitting. Uh, I think it's that Las Vegas movie with Nicolas Cage. Elizabeth Shue, her brother, Andrew Shue, who used to be on Melrose Place. I believe it was some sort of charitable thing that he was involved in. And I also remember that Sarah McLaughlin's song Possession was on that cassette tape. I don't know what else was on there, but I remember those two songs. And I encourage you to go and listen to that song because we've lost our innocence. And I know like, you know, if you're 40, you're not 10, like I get it, but there's something that's just so pure hearted about a child. And I don't think that reconnecting with that part of ourselves would be a bad thing. What I've realized in having my son is he's who he is. He doesn't have concerns really about how people will, will perceive something he says or he or something he does. He does have some reservations with certain things. And I'm like, where did that even come from? Because I've been very mindful of how I approach things with him because I don't want him to give a lot of validity to what other people think. But he's just pure. And I love that about him. And I love that about other kids. And that moment yesterday just reminded me of who I was. And, you know, I, there was definitely stuff that happened to me when I was a kid that, that changed my life forever. It changed how I saw people close to me forever. And if people close to me could do terrible things, then anybody could. And so, I mean, maybe I do have more of a fondness for that, that part of us that was just so innocent and found joy in the simple things and let themselves feel joyful and excited. You know, maybe that's why this is so important to me. It's why I'm sitting here talking to you about this, like going on and on. 
you know, one of the things I've always thought about myself is like, I have a youthful spirit. And one of the things that I've read is it's very common for people who have experienced trauma at an early age to once they're older and I think have had a chance to kind of work through things, start exhibiting those youngish behaviors or that youthful nature because there was a part of their youth where they couldn't actually be a kid. And so it's not like, it's not like you're immature or you're childish. It's just a youthful, like exuberance, a youthful quality to you, to your behavior. And I don't know if that's true, but when I think about it, I feel like it makes sense. And so I just hope this makes sense to you. (laughs) As I've said before, I, I don't have really anything ever written down. I just hit record and I just talk. Like if you and I were just sitting here and having a conversation and you said, Hey, what's on your mind? That's what I do. And I hope this connects with you in some way. The world is a hard place for a lot of us. And, you know, I was talking to somebody today about like how COVID really impacted people like from a a mental perspective and like emotionally, are we well, like, are we in the same type of state that we were in before COVID or are we still like kind of trying to recover mentally or did COVID and that time, did it just kind of expose all of the mental unwellness that most of us actually have. And now we're just trying to make sense of things and function in the best way that we can with Pandora's box kind of open in our mind. I'm thinking of a a line from friends where Chandler's like, can open worms everywhere. Like that's just kind of how I feel like the world is. And we're just doing our best to not step on the worms, you know? And I think getting back to like the core of who we are and maybe rediscovering like our inner child, like getting to know who we were as kids and revisiting like what brought us joy or focusing now on, on the things that light us up. And exploring that and giving ourselves permission to feel joy and to feel excitement and not try to like poo-poo it or shove it down or make excuses about why something is lighting us up. If we just allow it to be, maybe we will be more lit up inside. We will be more joyful. We will be more excited about things that really do (laughs) excite us. And we'll be able to reconnect with that kid, that kid that's inside of us that probably needs more time to play. What do we have to lose, right? I don't, 
I don't think we have anything. So like I said, go out, play in the snow, get in a snowball fight. Like that's one of the things I, I think most people love about like Buddy the Elf, right? The snowball fight led me to Buddy the Elf. He was very childlike, very, very childlike. I'm not saying do that, but it was endearing because what you saw was what you got. There wasn't any like pretense. There wasn't any ulterior motives. He was so pure of heart. And then he meets people who just have all sorts of bullshit going on and he doesn't know what to do. And I think like, that's our inner child. Like buddy is our inner child and we are trying to function in New York city. Like when he first gets there, we're just trying to figure things out and make sense of it. And a lot of us turn into buddy's dad. And we deserve better. As far as I know, this is, this is our one life to live. Why not have it be as happy and joyful and as exciting as it can be, you know, like the little, little things that he was just so excited about. Again, it it was like that childlike glee and wonder and magic. We lose that along the way. And I've, want to reconnect with that. So I would be really curious to know your thoughts. It went in various directions and that's, that's what you get when you get me. So if you like the episode, I would love to know. You can send me an email at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I at awakentheextraordinary.com. You can also send me a DM on Instagram at it's actually Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I. And I actually do have a deep dive episode about Elf that I will be republishing in December. However, if you would like to go back to December of last year and give that a listen, I encourage you to do so. What I also encourage you to do is to stay kind, stay compassionate, and stay curious with yourself and others. And I'll talk with you soon.